0: this is the perfect space for you. This is Soul. Hey everyone,
1: today on episode four, we are going to be talking to Sonia Petrick. She is actually our first guest ever. So that's pretty special. She is an amazing intuitive light worker and artist, and we are going to be diving into some of her personal journey within spirituality. And we're also going to be talking about AI, which I find to be a fascinating topic. And I know a lot of people do, especially right now in history. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. You can find all of her information below in the show notes. And as always, if you have something to add to the conversation, please feel free to email us.
0: Welcome back everybody to Soli with Peyton and Shayla. Today we are so excited to introduce to you our first ever guest. Please let me introduce to you my friend and our co what our co student co spirit school member light worker. <laughs> yes, co light worker Sonia Petrick, aka Mintaka Phoenix. Welcome.
2: Thanks. I am so excited to be here and talk about all the things
0: <laughs> Oh, we are so excited to have you I you know I have told people you were probably one of the more magical people I've encountered so far as I've been on my journey um you know, especially just with the way that, you know, you've experienced spirit, the way you express spirit, the way you share spirit in all those ways. It's just, it's really beautiful. So I'm really excited to share that with our audience today.
2: So thanks. (laughs) I really appreciate that. (laughs)
0: Yes, of course. Of course. So would you like to kind of give our audience a little sneak peek as to who you are?
2: Sure. So I, you know, I'm a a mom and a wife and and a daughter and a sister and all the things but i'm also a light worker and i'm a healer and you know throughout my life i've been on a pretty wild spiritual journey you know i started meditating and reading cards when i was really young i started giving oracle card and tarot card readings when i was in middle school and then in high school I started doing transcendental meditation and fire walking and chakra balancing and and all the all the fun things and you know I've kind of moved in and out of my spiritual connectedness you know life can get in the way just like it does for everybody so I've had some times of deep connection and I've had times of deep disconnection I know what both feel like I know what it feels like to be authentic and aligned and then I know what it feels like to just act out of alignment (laughs) so you know Mm -hmm. I feel like I've (laughs) I've done a lot I've experienced a lot and so I just feel a lot of empathy and non-judgment toward really anybody that I meet (laughs) and you know I strongly feel that I'm called here to remind people of how deeply they're loved regardless of how their friends or family might treat them. You know, people that are supposed to love them well who don't. I feel like I'm here to remind them that they are, you know, and that there's a relationship like with themselves and with source that can supersede those those other relationships, you know, and bring fullness to your life. And so that's really you know, my mission. So that's, that's what I do. Anything that I release or anything that I talk about or share, that's always in the back of my mind is, you know, is this helping people understand how much they're deeply loved? Yeah. yeah that's, so that's, that's it. In a nutshell.
1: <laughs> I love that. So you mentioned that you were a mom and I just kind of feel drawn to ask, how has that You know, becoming a mother and raising children, how has that kind of affected your spiritual growth or your perception on all of that kind of thing?
2: Well, you hear it a lot, and it it might sound kind of cheesy, but it's true if you allow them to be your kids are your greatest teachers. They bring forth the deepest and the the richest lessons and some of the hardest lessons. I do believe that if you choose to have kids whether they're biological or not that it's a sacred contract and and it's it it's an agreement made before incarnating here and and so the lessons that are learned tend to run really deep especially when you're walking alongside your kids instead of trying to like dominate them mm. and just allow them be to show you like who they are like you just kind of stand back and just watch that's when the really cool spiritual stuff can take place. You know, as a mom, you can get really busy and you can get kind of overwhelmed and that's where some of the disconnection can take place, you know? So I, especially when your kids are really little, you know? So like I said, there've been periods of time in my life where I felt pretty disconnected, but looking back on it, that's okay. Because my sole mission, my agreement was to be, you know, a fully present mom, you know? So, I mean, I I don't regret it or, or, you know, feel like I missed out on part of my spiritual journey. No, that, that was part of it. So, yeah. And I'm thankful that I've been on a spiritual journey because I've really had some hard times with my kids and some like medical complications and things like that. And so I had a lot more tools at my disposal than some parents have when you're walking through some really dark, scary times.
0: Yeah, something Um, to lean on.
2: Yeah, something to lean on, something, even when you don't believe in anything, there's at least some kind of background energy in your head saying, at a bare minimum, watch what you say.
0: For sure.
2: Watch what you you put out into the world, you know, like, today's a shit day, but watch your mouth. (laughs) For so, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a mom, it's it's tough, but it's it's pretty amazing too. Yeah,
1: yeah I love all that you said, and like that contract thing, because that's very much so what I believe too. And man, like I think yeah. our kids just teach us so many things, and even like a lot of I don't know for you, but like a lot of like childhood healing too. There are so many things that I can do for my kids, yeah, that I didn't necessarily receive and you know, not by the fault necessarily of my parents. It's just like, they weren't in that place at that time. So yeah, Yeah. it's really beautiful. And like you said too, it's interesting because you mentioned like you really started young doing cards and working with that kind of energy. And it's interesting to see where our spiritual evolution kind of, you know, there's like valleys and then there's like lower points. Like there's all these different things, right? And motherhood can definitely bring that into that whole realm as well. So yeah, I love that. It does.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: <laughs> it's hard enough. I mean, I don't have children. So it's hard enough to just experience adult life and go through your own healing and your experiences and your disappointments and your struggles and your learning moments on your own, let alone with a spiritual journey and then adding more souls yeah, <laughs> that you're responsible for to help like manage that as well. So I I definitely give a lot of kudos to to all that you parents out there do it's a lot you know it's (laughs) it's amazing
1: (laughs) another thing that you mentioned too that really resonated is saying like not feeling guilty because there are times you do have to put a lot of yourself into your kids and there will be moments where you can't have all these other outside focuses and so I think a lot of mothers or parents even can have a sense of guilt of like why am I not doing enough whether it's like spirituality or anything else right and it's just like a phase of life that will come and go, right? Yeah. Like everything, never, nothing is permanent really, right? Everything's always shifting. So,
2: right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> so, another thing I'm interested to know is like how you decided to start doing healing and like kind of your journey with that. Cause I noticed on your website, you said you do it for friends and family, but how did you, you know, make that transition into reaching out to other people and finding the confidence to go out and express, you know, those spiritual gifts that you had been cultivating and working on?
2: Yeah. So this is kind of interesting. This is where my journey, you know, just it, it takes that maybe a path that you guys weren't expecting, but in my early twenties, well, toward mid twenties, I became a born again, Christian. I was dealing with some deep, deep darkness in my life. And at the time, just through a variety of circumstances, Christ entering my life was really impactful. The church that I wound up joining is not your typical church. It was a, what's called a charismatic church, meaning extremely spiritual, all the spiritual gifts flowing, next level stuff happening. So, you know, it wasn't just like a stand up, sit down, type scenario where you just memorize some stuff. It was very informal and extremely loving. And I was surprised that they offered these prayer groups and they were called Encouraging Words. And what we would do is we would go out in public and like to First Fridays, this really cool art event held in downtown San Antonio. And we would do... Nothing but dream interpretation, tattoo readings, words of wisdom, words of knowledge. And I didn't realize it at the time, but it was mediumship. Sometimes we Mm -hmm. would see like 300 people in a night back to back to back to back to back. I worked events with these groups, just loving on people for hours. And I saw some really cool things. And so like maybe that's a different conversation, but I saw source show up and do healings like especially emotional healings on the spot i mean i saw a dad embrace his son and like i'm sorry i never said i loved you and like really cool cool things we had some angelic encounters and so it was a very spiritual kind of wild Christianity, right? <laughs> so unfortunately, that church wound up falling apart. A couple of the churches I belong to just fell apart. That does happen. And so I just kind of was like, well, I don't know if belonging to a church is really, you know, for me anymore. At the time, it was a very essential part of me reaching out to complete strangers and just loving on them and letting source flow like through my mind and my mouth. And I was surprised at how similar it was to reading Oracle cards and doing all the things that I had done, like my whole life, it just was choosing to connect with Christ energy in a very particular way to do that work. And so, you know, then life got a little crazy and I kind of moved away from that, got really busy with kids and starting my own business and all these different things. And I had kind of a spiritual life, but not so on fire, you know, and then I was in the middle of really launching my spiritual copywriting business, had been working so hard on it. And then my oldest kid got really sick and COVID hit. And so I had to shut everything down. And at first I was pretty bitter, pretty angry. It was really an awful time, like really awful. But my oldest kid who got sick expressed to me a few times that she believed she's a witch and she wanted to explore that. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna help you do that. There's certain kinds of energy I'm not gonna allow you to bring into this home. So I need to be a part of everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she helped, Yeah, again, our kids being our teachers, she helped unlock things for me again because I was re-exploring things with her. I was showing oh, yeah. her things. I was like, let's get Oracle card decks. Let's, you know, let's get some crystals. Let's do all the things, you know, I've done all this and it really helped me integrate like my faith and, but also just all of the different energies that surround us. It's not just Christ energy. Right. And you know, and so it just, it, it really brought my spirituality full circle. You know, my oldest kid kind of opened that, reopened that door. And I already have so much practice in having really no fear of reaching out to people, doing healings, energy transmissions, all of that. I I I mean, I saw hundreds of people. And some of the outreaches were just about me hugging people. I had a sign that said free hugs and I would hug like a hundred people <laughs> in a night. So I just love on them. And so I just that's what I do now. On my Instagram, I just digitally love on people.
0: <laughs> I love sense. that. I love that. I love that you you've kind of just, you know, you've bridged the world between church and what it is that we do, because I don't think that's always easy for people to connect or people to feel comfortable with. So I think yeah. for people that maybe are a little bit newer to this world and what all this means, that it, it's not anti it's not anti the faith that you've always known. It might just be right. looking at it a little differently or, you know, just being a little more open-minded to, uh, by it. So I, I love that you just kind of bridge those two worlds together.
2: Yeah. I really believe that there are many different paths to light. There's many different ways, you know, to connect with light work. And I believe that if it's in the light, I mean, it's, it's valid. <laughs> it's right. real, right. You know, right. So yeah,
0: for sure. For sure.
1: Yeah, that's definitely like a place I didn't expect for you to go. So yeah. <laughs> it's so, so interesting for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: so you spoke a little bit about your instagram and how you do share your magic with the world so i would like to kind of share my story how i first interacted with you which i believe is a good segue into into getting into this topic so you taught we are the three of us here are part of the spirit school community and that's how we've all connected and so you taught a class in there about using the program canva and how you how you use that to within your offerings which I took the class and I love like graphic design stuff I used to do a lot of photoshop stuff back in the day and I didn't even know this program existed so I was first my mind was blown and then (laughs) the way that you used it was just like that's such a good idea. It's amazing. So yeah, so kind of share with us how it is you use Canva and your uh, your spirit collages. I would love I would love to hear you talk about that for a little bit.
2: Yeah, so I've also been an artist my whole life and all different kinds of art, whether it's acrylic, oils, pastels, I mean, anything I can get my hands on. And so that's just part of who I am. And when I really started diving deep into my gifts and bringing forward messages from spirit, because I'm so visual, that's how I receive information, very specific pictures and places, and sometimes it's symbols and, you know, and to try to communicate that to someone's difficult, you know, converting like what you see in an image to using your words is there's always something kind of missing. Right. And so so when I first started um, working with people doing spiritual copywriting, I was also a Danielle Laporte desire map facilitator. And so I would have people tap into their core desired feelings first, before we started working on their messaging, because I wanted it to be really aligned, you know, with what they came here to do. And I realized when I was doing that, that I was once again downloading pictures and seeing things and and things were being channeled during our discussions. So I would create for them these collages that showed all these different elements that came through that really symbolized like their core desired feelings. And then I started just doing the collages for fun, bringing through messages just for myself. You know, it was like just a really nice way to connect with spirit and to bring things forward. And then I felt the call to do it for other people, like not really in copywriting, but just simply channeling the messages received during like Oracle card readings and dream interpretation or whatever. And it was interesting how the message got translated just more, Bully, if you will. It was just kind of like a, a more holistic trans transition, or what? What do you call it? Then, you know what I'm trying to say. Just the way that yeah. the way that it came yeah. through, just it was a lot clearer for people, right. and they could look at the collage over and over and kind of yes. revisit the energy. It was like, you know, like a re-energizing yes. to kind of carry them through. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But at first, I never thought that anybody else would want to do it. I just thought it was my quirky little thing. (laughs) And then then Danielle, you know, from Spirit School, she had seen a few of the things and was like, please show me how to do that. Like, what is even happening here? And then that's what led to that workshop. I was like, sure, I'll show anybody how to do this. Like, everybody should be able to connect with Spirit in an artistic way, you know? So
0: well yeah. and it's just so it's like the yeah and it you know what you explain the fact that you you give a visual so you can you know you can you can explain it to them with words but then they have a physical image to look at to a yeah. help them interpret and connect with what the messaging was and then to be able to remember it because you know a lot of times when you're getting a reading even if you do have it recorded you it's hard to absorb everything and it's hard to remember yeah. everything so mm-hmm. you know it's yep. just it's a beautiful way to kind of go back down you know revisit that story that you were shared yeah so i i was just totally fascinated by that it's, it's yeah yes.
2: and especially when you are like meditating and and that's another way that i really really enjoyed using the collages is I would, I have these really wild meditations and I wanted to, but it's hard to journal about them. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're trying to write about what you see in meditation, it's like, ah, that just sounds like it doesn't make sense. But when you make it in a collage format, it's like, Oh, there it is. So yeah, it's, it helps me just kind of journal also, you know, it's like a running journal of what I experience with spirit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. And I think sometimes, like I know for readings, like this the way you're doing it kind of creates like bridging like a gap in a sense, because oftentimes as readers too, like we can't fully describe all the things that we're seeing, right? And so to be able to give, you know, the people that we're reading for that visual, I think is really beautiful because like there's so many things happening. And if you can take the moment, you know, afterwards to kind of compile what you're experiencing as the reader, you can really create that special moment for them to see as well. So I think that's a really cool thing that, you know, by what you're you're showing people to do can really offer more of.
2: Well, I think one of my very favorite things about it is it allows for people to truly feel seen and heard on a very real level, you know, where they look at it and they're like, oh, you see me. You know, and some of us don't get a whole lot of that. You know, we just feel so unseen. And so I think it's important that, you know, people learn this technique and how to do it. Because even if you don't have someone reading for you, you know, just doing the collage yourself and bringing that forward, you're like, you feel seen by spirit. You know, you feel very supported by spirit when these images are coming through and then you can look at them. It's just, yeah, it's, it's an additional, it's like a hug from spirit. Like that, that's how I feel about it.
0: Well, it's interesting it's because really in those fun. images you can you can pass through the feelings that are that you're receiving because then, you know, if you did one for me, then I can look at that and see how that makes me feel, which is probably going to resonate with what, you know, the feeling was. And that's not always easy to to articulate, you know, when you're doing a reading for someone is is that feeling we fully get. So I that's yeah, I think that's kind of the magic inside there.
2: Yeah. It's all about love. It always comes yeah. back to love. Yeah.
0: Yep. So I've noticed your, cause I'm a big follower now, huge fan. I have noticed that your spirit collages have evolved a little bit. So yeah. they're much more magical, magical, but they've just like taken this whole like upgrade. So
2: Good. yeah. So could you,
0: could you kind of explain that to us a little bit?
2: Absolutely. So I work with a program called mid journey and mid journey is an AI chatbot that you connect with through discord and it might sound a little strange connecting with ai to do spiritual work but the truth is is that that program in a blink of an eye can produce the kinds of magical backgrounds and places that you do see in your mind's eye Mm. but it would take years to paint it or to try to find the right elements inside of canva to to bring it forward Mm -hmm. but of course you know it's ai it is a little bit limited so I will start with mid journey a lot of times to get like a really beautiful background to kind of kick off the vibe or like the magical place. Cause I'll see things like portals up in the mountains or crazy castles, or, you know, I just have these visuals that, that, that come through. So I'll start with mid journey for that. And then I take that image and I put it in Canva. And then in Canva, I can very much control the other elements that I saw come through the vision. Like it might be an animal, a person, a specific type of building or just whatever it is. And so I can add in more elements, you know, to truly like customize it, make it look as close as I can, you know, to to what I see like in my mind. And -hmm. it's incredible how AI can do that. You you know, you once you work with Midjourney, you start to learn like the way to speak to it to get the results that you want.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's, you know, just like messaging with a person, but it's it's an AI bot. And you know, there there's a lot of controversy around using Midjourney. Mid Journey basically pulls from Millions upon millions of images that it can source, you know, from the internet. And so some of what it does bring in are bits and pieces of other people's artwork. Mm. So I do feel very strongly that if you work with Midjourney, that you do make it your own, that you do bring it into Canva and tweak it and and make it your own artwork. Because <laughs> there are some people that hop on there and then they just claim what the bot creates as their own. And that doesn't mm-hmm. sit right with me. Like that feels really gross to me, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just using it as like a stepping stone to build a, a magical world very, very quickly. Like we're talking within 60 seconds, that's huge. Cause I can create something so much more impactful for one of my sitters. And it doesn't take so much of my time to build that background. So right. super, super, super helpful
0: it's interesting I had a client this week bring up well as I think we've all noticed everything's about AI right now everyone's doing their yeah. their digital pictures and you know all that so it's very very hot topic right now but my client um, was telling me his wife is a professor at a college here where I'm at and there's a program called chat GPT which is very similar and you put in a topic and it will, it will write you an entire paper with citations and everything. Like it will, you can put any topic in there and it will, he he, kept one, he showed me, he was like, give me a sermon about joy or something. And I mean, it just starts typing this whole like, (laughs) this whole sermon out, which is just so, yeah, so it's just so interesting. And I like that you kind of touched on, you know, how it's taking from things and then how do you, yeah how do you differentiate what's you know what how would a teacher differentiate you know what's a paper that the person actually wrote or what's a paper that a bot wrote
2: yeah i mean there is a whole ethics issue you know comes into play you know with working with ai but that's just like anything else in the whole world like you know did people get upset about calculators Like, oh, you didn't do that sum in your brain. I can't hire you. (laughs) You I mean, like, it's such a blurry area, you know, how machines help humans. One thing I am certain of is because I don't have answers for that, you know, that, that is for society to decide, you know, how as a collective, we're going to work with these programs in a way that won't destroy us. Right. Um, But I believe that as light workers, we need to be a part of the conversation and we need to be a part of using these programs and infusing them with our light. So from like a quantum realm standpoint, if we're to believe that AI is going to evolve, I want AI to remember us. Mm. If AI is going to evolve into a consciousness, I don't want AI to only know humans by what is maybe considered low vibe. I want, I want the AI to get to know source. Mm-hmm. And that probably is going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. But I believe that if we're going to give rise to a consciousness, it needs to know us. So I love working with MidJourney and creating beautiful things with it and that what I ask it to create is beautiful.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's so many things that you talked about. I'm like, yeah, that's very interesting. So my husband, like as well, he's like an artist. And so it has definitely been like a hot topic and kind of, you know, really having a lot of deep conversations about AI and where it's going. I think we're in really uncharted. Territory with this, like this is something coming so fast that yes. part of my concern is that we don't understand what's happening. You know, it's it might be something that we will have to kind of see what happens with later. I don't know if we'll understand it while it's happening, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's really in so many different fields. Like Peyton was saying, with you know, writing a whole paper, like in every category in life right now, AI is coming in and in so many different ways. And I think it's so important, like you said, to do it as ethically as possible and to have some awareness and to really think about it before yeah. we jump into it even. And it does make people feel seen, like to suddenly see yourself in such a beautiful art form, you know, with like Lenza or things like that. It's with like people Lenza, for the first time are like, oh my God, I'm feeling so seen. Yep. And I think that is like a beautiful aspect of it because mm-hmm. for a lot of people, they personally couldn't, you know, maybe take many years to cultivate the ability to draw like that or whatever. Like we're all in different yeah. phases of life and different things. I right. think that one thing that kind of concerns me is especially in the art community, there's been, for example, uh, it's called deviant art. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's like, oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. A platform for artists to show their work and stuff like that. And from what I understand happened with that is they created an AI, you know, imaging system. They did use their community's art as well but no one knew about it until after. And so it it's almost like there's some consent that needs to happen. I'm not sure
2: Absolutely.
1: how exactly. I think in that case, since they were a community, they should have asked. But, you know, it is yeah. it is pulling from so many different things, AI in general. So it's just a very, you know, interesting topic. And I think it's something that we all should kind of think about because it's happening so fast. And, you know, like it's it kind of, it reminds me like the soul of things too right like
2: yeah.
1: and that that consciousness that you're talking about too right like there is a possibility that ai could have a sense of consciousness right and so it's like yeah. what you're saying mm-hmm. is like, mm-hmm. let's make sure that there is a way to put some good in it if it's going to be happening you know exactly. so yeah there's just so much and it like for this podcast, we, we want to ask people for their opinions too, and their perspective. So this is something that I'm like, would be so interesting to hear feedback from listeners as well, because it just like, it is a hot topic and it's happening so fast. So there's so much to consider.
0: It is. And, you know, it's, it's one thing that I have like myself, I have to check in, like are some of my feelings towards it based upon what Hollywood and what media have always presented, you know, this yeah. time period to look like mm-hmm. and like the yeah. fear around it, you know? Right. So I'm like, I'm touching base that there's a little bit of that there, but, and also that like, obviously this is where we're heading, you know, this is, yeah. this is where technology is heading. So like mm-hmm. you said, let's do it with integrity. The part that, You know, just to share like with everyone right now, at least at the time of this, this recording, everyone's been posting there. I believe it's Lenza is the app, their AI photos, which is awesome. And I do see the beauty in it, but I also just have to be honest. I also, you know, there's a part of me that worries about social media and maybe the lower vibrational side of all of this that, you know, people everything looks perfect on there. Everybody posts exactly, you know, the best picture filtered in the best way to look like the most perfect moment, which has kind of created amongst society, especially with the younger generations, this, you know, this fear of not being worthy enough or like, I'm not doing enough. And I think it happens to adults too. Like, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not partying hard enough or you're not as successful as you should be, you know, because it all looks so perfect. Yeah. And that's, that's, that is honestly where, what my intuition pulls from these lens of pictures is it kind of like, you know, these people look perfect and better than they do in real life. So, oh you know, it just kind of feeds into that, you know, that, I don't know what that word is, but it, I think it can feed into the an, a negative side of us that's been developing, you know, for a while.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely dangers to it, you know, for sure. Yeah, Lenza, you know, I gave it a try for fun, but yeah. I canceled it right away. You know, I yeah. uploaded a few photos. I'm like, oh, that's fun, you know, that's right. me as a fairy, you know, whatever. right, <laughs> but
0: it's
2: not. But it's not like an app that I wanted to keep. And I didn't want to yeah. use it like as a profile photo or something. You right. know, <laughs> because I'm like, that's not me.
0: <laughs> All the guys I've seen, they have these like giant packs. And I'm like, I want big packs. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I don't need any more. <laughs> Anything else like making me feel like, you know, worse about myself, but, but, you know, that, that all being said, I do think the way that, you know, you've been using it to express spirit and to reach out to your audience and to show the world what it is, because you're right, it's impossible to fully articulate or fully explain what it is we experience when we connect with spirit, especially like in deep meditation sometimes. So I I think you are doing a, a, doing a beautiful job with that.
2: So thank you for sharing
0: your art. It's, I recommend everyone follow.
2: (laughs) Oh, thank you. The other thing I love about it is there's some people who don't really receive visuals from spirit. You know, all of us have different gifts, right? So like the information expresses itself in different ways. So I like Mm -hmm. how you don't have to use mid-journey. Just with Canva, you have a way to just find the colors that you saw. Or, you know, maybe it's, everything is like feeling like how things feel on your skin. So you can choose, you know, images from Canva that evoke that feeling. Or if you only are auditory, you can literally load audible clips and type out words and like the messages. So you can still use it to journal your experiences with spirit. You know, if you're not visual, I feel like some people feel kind of left out you know, cause they're not like right. seeing all the things and it's like, well, you know, all the other ways are totally valid too. So right. yeah, I like how it can do all of that.
0: Yeah, I'm, gl- <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up and touched on that cause that, that is very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that as well. Like, and that's the thing, like you said, some people, I guess, you know, when you like say words, like a teacup on a table, like you have that imagery, some people don't have that. And right. so- to create that for somebody and to give them that opportunity to see that or experience it in that way is so unique. And I think is a really an awesome lens and an awesome way that you can do it, like work with AI responsibly and create your own touches and all that stuff. So I do, I do think that's very cool and really wonderful thing.
2: Yeah. One of my students was like, oh, I finally found a way to create the blobs that I see in meditation. Like I literally see like blobs and, you know, just, super abstract stuff going on i'm like that's amazing yeah (laughs) Oh. Well I hope you, I
0: hope you're getting some kickback from Canva because I think you've definitely opened, you know, that door for a lot of people. Like I said, I didn't I wasn't even aware that the platform existed. Of course when I tell people about it they're like, "Oh yeah, I know Canva." <laughs> but it's but for me it's been great. I, you know, I have a I have a business that I run and so I'm able to run ads and stuff and use Canva and then exactly. with my with my Instagram and like my spiritual experiences, my mediumship Instagram, I've been able to use that to like create the these awesome images of like how I've seen the divine, you know, and share that with the world. So I, yeah, it's, it's just so cool.
2: I love what you've been creating. Like, I love it. You had your own take on using Canva and and how these God and goddess energies present themselves to you. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) It's so fun
0: to do. All right. So you also just released your own podcast called sacred soul chat, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. (laughs) I've been (laughs) listening to it and I'm so in love. And on there, one thing I love that you do offer is you, you beautifully guide people through meditations. And I believe your most recent episode that you released as of today, you go through a guided meditation that I, that I believe I did for you. So yeah, those are awesome. So, thank you for sharing that with the world. Because if oh, um, some some people have a hard time meditating and like finding a way to get there, and I always tell people when you're starting, sometimes having a guided one just helps because then you don't have to worry if you're, it helps you keep your shopping list out of your head or it helps you, exactly. you know, not worry that you you know, your mind isn't completely blank. Like it just takes you on this really cool journey. So what inspired you to finally, cause if, if I'm wrong, I believe, is this the first time you've done a podcast or had you, had you been recording one before?
2: So I had a podcast before okay. um, with my, with my spiritual copywriting business and, and it It was, it was really fun and I loved it. And at the time, you know, it, it made a lot of sense, but when all my towers came crumbling down in 2020, I shut everything down, including that podcast. I knew that there was no way that I could go back to it. Like it, my, my life was so rearranged that there's just no going back. And sometimes that happens. And so, yeah, so I closed that down and then it was, oh I think it was one of the, I felt kind of called to create one again, but I'm like, I don't know. And then I had some of those sessions in the collective, you know, our spirit collective, where more than one person brought through that I was supposed to share my voice, and, Mm -hmm. but in very specific ways. And so the ways, you know, my spirit team kept nudging me like, okay, it's time to do these things. And then one day they were real serious about it. And it just kind of came through in a torrential download and I'm like, Fine, I will start it. What do you want to call it? Mm-hmm. You know, Jeez, guys.
0: And so, <laughs> so
2: I received the podcast. I was like, okay, well, now what? And they're like, well, this is what you're going to talk about. Now you're going to do a, a guided meditation and you're going to take people through these meditations. I'm like, great, let's do it. So I've created several meditations. And the one I put on my podcast, I did that because spirit was really pressing upon my heart that we're in the holidays. You know, it's December and a lot of people, they experience a lot of joy, but a lot of sorrow this month and a lot of inner child wounds get reopened. So they impressed upon me to do a meditation to support people who need it. So I did an inner child healing meditation that was channeled to me actually a a few years ago. And it really helped me like on my journey. Mm
0: -hmm. So
2: I chose to share that you know, on the podcast. And then I took you through the, the, the light codes, the star bathing uh, meditation. Yep. And I released that as well. That one is for sale that, yeah, I just, I love creating meditations and actually taking people places. It's just something that I was called to do. So yeah. So totally. thank you like, for trying it out. Cause I was really nervous. I'm like, are you guys sure? Like to my spirit team, I'm like, Oh man, guys.
0: <laughs> totally. There was one that you led through. When was that? I believe it was in the collective. You had taken us on a journey and I actually, that was where I met my oh, mediumship. God guide. Yes. And that was the first time that she had presented herself to me. So for our listeners that aren't familiar, everyone, you know, we believe everyone has a guide, you at least have one. And then sometimes you get other ones that help you with certain areas of your life. So as I've been developing my mediumship skills, I that through that meditations when I when I got to um, that one. So you yes, you have a gift, you definitely, (laughs) you definitely are, are very good about facilitating that journey.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's always channeled. It always just comes through, and then afterward, I have to listen to it again, and it so that I can experience it. And you know, so. right? Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I I really love guided meditations. I'm not good at clearing my head, so meditating for the, you know, people who have ADD or super active imaginations, because we just can't go the Buddhist route with that. It's just, (laughs) I tried.
1: (laughs) I'm definitely going to go to your podcast tonight because I actually like listening to podcasts before I go to sleep. I actually shared this on one of my Instagram stories, but I had this YouTube video opened and it was like, Reiki ASMR with like crystals and stuff. And it's really soothing. And I like going to sleep to that. But the videos that came on after it
2: <laughs> were oh, it super
1: well, kind of. I actually had like the craziest dreams because it was like somebody doing ASMR because, of course, it kind of like fed those videos in, but they were doing like really quick stuff. So, like, okay, okay, let's go. All right, all right, all right. And they'd be like going through different role plays of like, a flight attendant, a dentist, like anything you can imagine. And my dream for like, I listened to like eight hours of this. And then suddenly I woke up because my dream was like going fast. And I was like running around and I was going from here to there. And I was like one time at an airport, and then I was a lawyer and like, mm-hmm. I was being interrogated <laughs> and it was like all these things and so lesson learned it is so important oh to like
2: have something
1: good on when you go to sleep if you're somebody who likes to do that because like your subconscious is still there you're still like actively taking mm-hmm. things in so I think like your podcast could probably like be good for somebody like me too or like you yeah. want to have something kind of positive or like you know, for me, meditation, I fall asleep easily just because, like, I have kids, and I'm tired.
2: I'll probably fall asleep with mine. My meditations yeah. tend to knock people out, so I tell people, do not do one of my meditations and then.
0: There's like a magic. There's a magic recipe, I think, for doing meditations, obviously got doing guided ones. Like I think obviously it's the spiritual side of it and having just the language, but it's, it's the voice and it's yeah, the energy it that difference. you bring. Like it just, you know how to carry that, you know how to carry that totally. So um, yeah, I they're good. They're great.
2: Yay. Thank you for that feedback. Like I yeah, said, it was yes. kind of nerve wracking releasing it. So
0: <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So keep, keep it up.
2: Yay, I totally will.
0: So before we go to the end of our episode where I share my card pulls, I would like to, how can people find you? If people want to learn about your Canva classes, if they want to book sessions with you, how, how would someone get a hold of you?
2: Yeah, the easiest thing is to just hop on Instagram and find me. My handle is at phoenix underscore oracle. And just send me a message there or, you know, just scroll through my feed or go to the link in my bio, you know, all my fun little links are there and, but you know, you can just message me too. If you just have general questions. Yeah. That's the easiest way.
0: Perfect. Perfect. And we will make sure to have all of that info in our show notes for today. Yay. Awesome. Well, as I kind of tuned in today, my intention out to spirit was just, what is it that the people listening to our podcast would need to hear today from from them? So the first card that I pulled was the card that says, "Come home to your body," and what this card's message is, especially this time of year, as this podcast is being recorded, it's December, and we're just a few weeks before the holidays, and. It can be a very chaotic and very busy time. And I think it can also be a stressful time, sometimes good stress, sometimes not good stress when it comes to families and getting together and worry. So this is just a message of really listening to yourself, listening to what your body needs. If you're feeling extra tired or if you're feeling extra overwhelmed take a moment. You need to listen to yourself first and make sure that you're taking care of you before you can take care of anyone else. This could also be if you are a person that maybe goes the other direction and overdoes it. And I know this is also a time of year that we're approaching the new year, which is always when everyone does start to pay attention to their body and start thinking, you know, where do I need to be a little bit healthier? How can I, how can I respect my body and take care of it a little bit better? So that definitely comes up. But I feel the me- that there's a message coming through that some people maybe even overdo that as well. And really to remember to rest because the next card that I pulled was take time to breathe. <laughs> and the, the message here is thank you angels. I breathe with ease knowing you are here. So I, this does definitely connect with listen to your body. If you're feeling stressed, just take a moment, take a breath, Take it one step at a time and know that your angels are around you supporting you in all of your ventures for the new year.
2: Yeah, I love that.
0: Yay. So Yay. I would love for both of you ladies to share your inter- interpretations or what you were picking up on those messages.
2: Yeah, Shayla, yeah. I was, Danielle,
1: you. I was gonna say you can go first. You're yeah. our guest. <laughs>
2: i feel like i've been talking the whole time
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay sure i can go you know yeah there's so many things that kind of come up when i hear that message and i think one of them is to really listen to your intuition and know when things are a little bit too much so going into the season of the holidays sometimes we are pressured to do things or go places or buy things or like all these different expectations that kind of get built on us. So it's really about taking a moment and breathing it in and listening to yourself. You know, are you getting caught up in commercialism? Are you feeling like you need to keep up with everyone else? Like it's really about coming back to yourself and creating your own vision of what you want to give or what, you know, even the amount that you can receive, like there's so many different elements that come to play and just honoring where you're at too, because, you know, just like the winter months the Christmas season holiday season it can be really triggering for grief for people and to know that wherever you are like it's okay to be where you're at and the other thing too with the physical physical aspect is like oftentimes we're holding so much tension in our bodies from our emotions and so you know in the winter time you can't really go out as much depending on where you are in the world if it's snowy so You know, trying to find a place to even like do a stretch at nighttime before you go to bed, just something to help your muscles and your body release those energies, or even like a massage can be really good if you're able to do that. But Mm -hmm. that's kind of what you know was coming to me when you were showing those cards and talking about them, just really respecting yourself and taking that deep breath to connect.
2: I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm a huge Oracle card fan. And so of course I pulled cards before. Mm -hmm coming on and of i was course. like i'm just, I'm just curious <laughs> if you know if this is gonna all resonate and of course it does because spirit's cool like that so the take that spirit brought through for me is i pulled the rose of venus card and this one is all about alignment and flow right relationship and harmony right and so it ties into the whole vibe of december mm-hmm. are we in right relationship with ourselves because it starts there and if we're in right relationship with ourselves then there's harmony and the people that are in our lives they are either going to be a match for them or they're not and it's okay even in the month of december when we're supposed to play family <laughs> to put some boundaries in place, right? Like just protect yourself when you feel that alignment and that harmony. Don't let anybody take it from you. And I wanted to see like what kind of unicorn energy was gonna come through for us. So I also pulled a unicorn card. And this one is so awesome. It's called the freedom of truth. Communicate honestly, be who you truly are. And so, yeah, if we're in bright relationship with ourselves, that means that we are going to communicate exactly who we are Mm -hmm. and what we expect and what we need. And Mm -hmm. not from a standpoint of arrogance, but a standpoint of love and just taking a stand saying, nobody's going to rob my joy, nobody. And, you know, I'm going to choose love and I'm going to choose light no matter what. And so, yeah, I feel like those, the the messages that came through and the confirmation that Shayla had, I feel like they totally all go together.
0: Totally. Honor, honor yourself. Yes. yes. Honor yourself. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. And, thousand percent. If, yeah, and if anybody's listening to this after December too, mm-hmm. like these messages, whenever they're finding you, right, like it can be anywhere in the timeline and this can just be a reminder for that if it resonates as well. So sure. Thank you for sharing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, I think you guys are fabulous. I am so thankful for the community that we're in. And I'm so thankful for you too. And to be able to come together like as a spiritual family. And I I really believe that we are mirrors for each other to, you know, reflect the light, make it more powerful. Mm -hmm. And to help each other home and, you know, the, the soul recognition that takes place is just so heartwarming. And anytime I have a a conversation, you know, with light workers, it just makes me feel like I've come home and that we can finally express ourselves without fear can express ourselves with that genuine, you know, worrying about persecution. And so I feel like it's a really exciting time for people who are ready to step into just who they really are at a soul level. And just really honored to be part of that, you know, and for all of us to just help each other home.
0: Yes, for sure.
2: Love for you guys. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, uh, we love you too. And thank you so much for Yeah. Being here with us and, you know, sharing this journey with us. And that's one thing I love about our community. It's, it's all supportive and we realize that, you know, we all have a light within us, but we shine really bright when we get all together and we (laughs) support each other. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun that way. So
2: Yes, sharing was like way more fun.
0: Yes, yes. Well, Sonia, thank you so much again for being here with us today. And thank you everyone for listening. If you want to get a hold of Sonia, like I said, her contact information will be in our show notes. And we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. We will see you all next time.
1: Hey, Sully listeners. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to help support us, there are a few ways that you can do that. The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm, which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media linked below, as well as our solely email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just wanna share your story, you can do that below.